Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans? Welcome to a special Saturday edition of the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily Boston Bruins podcast where we discuss all things Spoked B, as well as take a look around the NHL. We're going to focus on one team specifically today, other than the Boston Bruins, and I hate to even say it, but that's the St. Louis Blues, who have signed Tori Krug to a seven-year $45.5 million contract, and uh, yeah, I still can't even believe that is where he is off to, but before we get into all that, let me remind you of some particulars in regards to the show. Again, my name is Ian McLaren, I'm your host, and you can find me on Twitter at ENC McLaren, you can follow the show at LO underscore Boston Bruins, also now on Instagram at Locked On Boston Bruins. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, basically wherever you can get podcasts. I personally use Pocket Casts for my Android phone, and it's a great app. Please do subscribe, and each new episode will be automatically uploaded to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could toss up a rating and a review, that would also be very much appreciated, as it really does go a long way towards helping the show grow, especially on the Apple charts. I think that's everything by way of introduction as I continue to enjoy my Saturday morning coffee here. It's a rare weekend episode as Friday, yesterday, October 9th, was the opening day of free agency and we were all waiting around to see what Don Sweeney might have up his sleeve, if anything. And um, first of all, let me say, Today, Saturday, October 10th, my dad's birthday. If you're listening, dad, happy birthday. I hope you have a great day. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, we can't be together because of COVID-19 restrictions, but I hope you have a great day uh, regardless. And, uh, yeah, we love you. Moving on to hockey news. So, yeah, the day began with, first of all, in relation to the Bruins, Oliver ekman Larson, Arizona Coyotes, he had set a deadline of the opening of free agency to be traded to either the Vancouver Canucks or our Boston Bruins. That deadline came and went, and the talented 29-year-old Swedish defenseman will remain with the Coyotes for the time being as, you know, that trade window was closed and neither the Bruins nor the Canucks were able to come up with a deal that satisfied the Coyotes. So that ship has sailed. Obviously, there were some signings around the league, teams making moves. The Bruins remained quiet for the majority of the day. General Manager Don Sweeney was scheduled to meet with the media at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday evening. That was delayed and eventually bumped to 1 p.m. this afternoon. The only news that the Bruins ended up announcing was the signing of Kevin Miller to a one-year contract extension. The big news, however, came out of St. Louis, where the Blues announced that they had signed Tory Krug to a seven-year contract worth $45.5 million. This was announced... First, by a few insiders, Elliot Friedman, Pierre Lebrun, 
saying Krug to St. Louis. And then shortly thereafter, the Blues announced the deal that the five foot nine, 29 year old left hand shot defenseman who spent his entire career with the Boston Bruins had decided to move on to the team that had beat the Bruins in the 2019 Stanley Cup final. Uh, 67 career goals, 337 career points in 523 games with the Bruins as an undrafted free agent signing. And again, deciding to switch over to the St. Louis Blues. General Manager Doug Armstrong said, We know the player. We know what he can do on the power play. He's going to fit in very well. He's not tall, but he's thick. He plays above his size. His quickness is very important to us. He gets back and retrieves pucks. He makes an excellent first pass out of the zone. Now we all remember the 2019 Stanley Cup Final. We all know the devastating way in which the Blues beat the Bruins in Game 7 in Boston. But one of the big moments from that series was Tori Krug, helmetless, skating down the ice and just leveling Robert Thomas, a young forward for the Blues. Thomas posted a picture of that hit and tweeted, did we just become best friends? Which was pretty funny and clever, but also uh, just really sucked to see. Now, initially, my reaction on Twitter was the following. The Bruins had been reported to have offered Krug a six-year deal worth an average annual valuation of $6.5 million, which is the exact same AAV that Krug signed with the Blues. So it seemed as though Krug had, you know, just eschewed the Bruins, taken the extra year on the deal, taken the exact same money that he was getting offered from the Bruins, and turned to just kind of a, a recent arch nemesis in the St. Louis Blues. According to him, that's not really exactly how it went down. He said, to be honest, I didn't see it coming. This is Krug's words about the offer from the Blues. I knew before this whole process began that there'd be a team that would come out of left field and come in and surprise us. And sure enough, when I got the call, it seemed like a match made in heaven. I couldn't pass up an opportunity to win year after year with that locker room and with a core that is similar in age as I am today. So Krug looks at the Blues, sees that they won a cup just last year, sees that they have an open window. They had a successful regular season just like the Bruins did. Uh, he compared Ryan O'Reilly to Patrice Bergeron. He played with Justin Falk at the World Championships a couple years ago, so he has some chemistry there. And, you know, he sees that as an opportunity to contend year after year. You know, whether or not that's a comment on what he sees the Bruins being able to offer, that remains to be seen. But here is where things get really interesting from Krug's perspective. Contrary to what we were all led to believe, Krug said he and the Bruins were not close to reaching a new agreement. He said there was no communication, nothing happened. Once the opportunity presented itself to be a blue, I had to take the chance and jump on it. He said the Bruins last gave him an offer about a year ago and that they actually pulled that offer. He said it was pulled from me. I didn't have an offer. When they offer me a year ago and then it's gone. I don't 
know what I'm expected to do. Just being blunt and being honest with you, most people don't share this side of it, but it is what it is. I'm very thankful for the opportunity the Bruins gave me, and I'm very thankful for the opportunity the Blues gave me. So basically what he's saying is the Bruins had this standing offer of six years, $6.5 million that was made last year when he was first eligible to sign a contract extension, July 1st of 2019. And that the Bruins actually ended up pulling that offer, leaving him with no opportunity to re-sign with the team. And then when the Blues came in with a similar offer, with one year more of term, and just looking at their roster, their outlook, he decided to take it. So very curious comments there from Krug about the process. Various insiders and even Don Sweeney had said, you know, this offer was there. What changed from a Bruins perspective? What else might they be looking at? And what kind of contingency plan do they have in place? And can they pull it off? We'll get to that here in a second. But before we do, I want to talk to you for a moment about Built Go. Built Go is a new product from the people who brought us Built Bars. And it is the perfect energy and protein boost that you need to break through that wall every day. You're sitting at your desk mid-afternoon. You're not sure how you're going to make it through the rest of the day. Just pull out these 1.5 ounce packages of Built Go from your briefcase, from your pocket, from wherever, down it, and it'll give you that five-hour energy boost without the same crash feeling that comes from leading energy drinks on the market. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. Comes in three delicious flavors, peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. Combines energy gel with collagen proteins, loaded with good stuff to ignite your workday like beta alanine, B3, honey, a touch of caffeine, and then kicks in to keep you going strong throughout the day. It also promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. It literally makes you look and feel better. If you go to Built Go right now and use promo code LOCKED, you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 20% off your next order at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. Now it's the weekend. If you're feeling hungry, don't feel like cooking, please do turn to the DoorDash app. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now right to your door. Ordering is easy. Just open the app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the US, Puerto Rico, Canada, even Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Now listen, I had resigned myself to the reality that Tory Krug was likely not going to remain a Boston Bruin. There was 
a report from TSN that the Bruins had countered with a six-year, $39 million contract extension. Again, Krug denied that this was the case. He said it got pulled from him. He didn't have an offer. What they offered him a year ago was gone. Don't know what he was expected to do with that from a Bruins communication perspective. Okay, the fact that there's two, a couple things to to talk about here. First of all, again, like I said, I wasn't necessarily expecting Krug to come back to Boston. The Bruins had apparently drawn this line in the sand, and he was going to explore his options on the open market and try to get the best available deal for himself and his family. That is totally fine, totally within his rights as an unrestricted free agent who's put together a very impressive resume as an undrafted free agent with the Boston Bruins over the last several years. Been to two Stanley Cup finals, power play quarterback, uh, you know, one of the heart and soul members of this team. I'm going to miss him dearly, but I do not and have not, you know, been thinking anything ill toward him for exploring his options on the open market. What gets me is A, the fact that he signed with the St. Louis Blues of all teams. Why, Tori? The St. Louis Blues. Come on. I would have been fine with the Red Wings. I would have been fine with the Canadians even. But the Blues, I just have a hard time stomaching that. But, you know, good for him for getting that deal. The kicker for me is that, you know, it's the same AAV that the Bruins were reportedly offering him previously. It's one year more of security for him and his family. That's incredibly important. You can't underestimate that. Uh, so good for him for getting that term, uh, for getting, you know, I would argue it's even perhaps uh, lower value than what he could have got under normal circumstances if it wasn't a flat cap, if we weren't in the midst of a global pandemic that's affecting the economy and teams' bottom lines, he probably likely would have gotten that. But again, um, that extra year of term is incredibly important. He apparently likes the fit. He's willing to get over any animosity that came from the 2019 Stanley Cup final and willing to become part of a Blues team for the next seven years. Personally, I don't know if I would have gone seven years on a new deal for Tory Krug. He is not the biggest defenseman. You know, he hasn't really had a injury history, but this new deal will take him up till he's, you know, 36, almost 37. Do you want to be paying him $6.5 million at that age? Probably not. It could become problematic for the Blues down the road, but for the first handful of years, it's a great deal for the Blues to be sure. So, again... No ill will towards Tory Krug for exploring his options. I fully respect that. He had that right. He took the best offer that he saw on the table. And more power to him. I just totally wish it was not the Blues. And I can't even begin to picture him wearing that jersey. But, you know, that's my problem. The other thing here is the whole issue of Boston taking this deal off the table. I completely understand from a Bruins perspective, not wanting to go over six years, not wanting to go over $6.5 million. You know, they have this 
salary hierarchy on the team where Rask and Krejci are the highest paid players on the team. Their contracts are coming off the books uh, at the end of next season. And then you have the top line all making, you know, between six, $6.8 million. They wanted to fit Krug into that range. That money is now freed and available to spend because apparently the Bruins took that deal off the table. And while it seemed at first as though, you know, Krug was just taking the best available deal, it's becoming increasingly clear that um, Krug just wasn't in their plans. They took this deal off the table and are looking elsewhere. They have a contingency plan in place here, and it better come to fruition because if the Bruins are, you know, choosing or chose not to pursue Tory Krug and have freed up this $14.8 million in cap space, according to Bruins cap space. Uh, this is after the Kevin Miller deal. And with Jake DeBrusque, Carson Kuhlman, Zdeno Chara, Matt Grizzlick yet to sign. What are they going to do with that money? Now, the word is that they have prepared or submitted a contract offer to Taylor Hall. A short-term deal, I believe it's around three years at an AAV much higher than oh, anybody else is making on the team in the $8 million range, I would imagine. That is their contingency plan. They believe they can survive losing Tory Krug. They can replace him internally with, you know, Matt Grizzlick. They have John Moore who can maybe do whatever. Zidane Chara, some young guys in the mix. Their priority right now is bringing in some scoring and their target is Taylor Hall. They let Tory Krug walk and they're going to take what money they were going to give him and a bit more and invest that in Taylor Hall. That's the clear plan at the moment. Whether or not it pays off, that remains to be seen. Now, the other angle to consider here is that St. Louis Blues captain Alex Pietrangelo is also an unrestricted free agent. Could the Bruins consider targeting him and kind of doing a defenseman swap of sorts? Apparently, he's going to spend today evaluating his options. Not expected to make a decision today. Um, but that is an option, although we all know how it worked out last time the Bruins signed a St. Louis Blues captain to a uh, free agent contract. Taylor Hall, it looks like he's also exploring his options, looking to kind of whittle his list down to a few teams and the Columbus Blue Jackets are hot and heavy on him as well. There's a couple other players I love for the Bruins to target, including uh, Tyler Toffoli, Anthony Duclair. Um, I want them to re-sign Zdeno Chara. So there's still a lot of options out there for the Bruins. Some of the big fish on the free agent market are still out there. And, you know, they apparently have made this conscious decision to move away from Tory Krug, pulled this offer to him. He went to the St. Louis Blues, took the best offer he could. Again, I hate that it's the Blues, but more power to him for taking that deal, getting that security, 
getting the AAV that he was after. And I wish him and his family all the best moving forward. Uh, but now the Bruins desperately need to come through with something here to make this a little bit more palatable to the fan base that is uh, certainly hurting from this loss and, um, you know, wanting them to counter with something much bigger than Kevin Miller, which we will touch on here in a moment as well. First, let's talk about erectile dysfunction. Not an easy topic to bring up. Usually we just say things like, I had a long day at work or just not feeling it. With Roman, it's easy to talk about with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. It's straightforward, simple, and most importantly, discreet. To get started, just go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL, complete an online visit, and if approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. This used to be tough to tackle, but again, with Roman, it's very easy. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. All right, we definitely need to touch on the one signing that the Bruins did make on the first day of free agency, and that was the re-signing of defenseman Kevin Miller, who has grinded through endless hours of rehab after some very serious knee issues. And the Bruins have brought him back on a bonus-laden $1.25 million contract uh, for the next season. He said it's definitely been a test but he thinks he'll come out stronger from all these knee issues and that it will be 100% and ready to go. Not one bit of worry about that. He's super excited to be back. He remembers watching up in the stands, knowing that he could help, losing sleep over not being able to play back in 2019 in the finals. He's excited to be back and to be chasing that again, really looking forward to getting back after it. He's 32 years old. He's always wanted to play in Boston. It's where he started. It's where he envisioned playing this next season. He's never been to free agency, and it was something he thought about and that he and his agent talked about, but the organization, the coaching staff, the guys, he has a true love for the city and the people there and his teammates, his coaches. It was an easy decision to come back. And from my perspective, I don't know if there were a lot of teams who would have thrown him out a deal considering he really didn't play last season. He is 32 years old. There are some questions about whether he will be able to come back after an 18-month rehab that was plagued by numerous setbacks. He hasn't played since April 4th of 2019 when he broke his kneecap, and that was only his third game back after missing time with an oblique injury and a fractured larynx, a broken hand earlier in 2018-19 as well. So just a plethora of injury issues. Um, I personally would have liked to have seen the Bruins save that $1.25 million in cap space. You know, Bobby Ryan signed with the Detroit Red Wings for one year, $1 million. I certainly would have rather them 
take this 1.25 and give it to someone who can contribute on the score sheet. But again, the Bruins love Kevin Miller. Uh, they're loyal to him. He's been loyal to them. He has this clothing company with Brad Marchand that probably didn't play a role in it, but you know, there's that chemistry factor there as well. I mentioned on Twitter yesterday, you know, his politics I'm not also a fan of. Um, but as a player, he can be useful, bringing some physicality to the table. Uh, he did certainly grow on me as a player over the years, and I believe he can be a useful defenseman if healthy. He said he still has a little bit of work ahead of him, but he's confident that when it's time for the puck to drop, he'll be ready to go. He'll be itching to get on the ice and put that jersey over his head for the 2020-21 campaign. Um, it was kind of funny because Tory Krug's signing was announced pretty much right as Miller was meeting with the media to talk about his um, new contract. And someone informed him of the deal during the call. He said, ah, man, did he really sign with the Blues? That's a bummer. He said, obviously... He'll certainly be missed from a player standpoint. From a personal standpoint, I've been basically with this guy for my entire career. and his entire career, he's a good friend, and I wish him nothing but the best. But, and this is when Miller endeared himself to me a little bit more, he said, I'll tell him to keep his head up when we face St. Louis. In all reality, that's tough news for us, but I wish him the best, and he'll certainly be missed. That's kind of my feeling as well. Again, on Kevin Miller... You know, I hope he does come back. I hope he's able to make an impact for the Bruins. Um, I'm not sold on giving him a contract extension. Perhaps a PTO would have been in order come training camp to see if he's able to skate and uh, come back or see if, yeah, if he's able to get a contract elsewhere. Wish him all the best. I personally wouldn't have offered him that deal at the moment. Uh, until it's clear that he is able to come back. But I guess you can LTIR him if he doesn't, and that cap space will be freed up. Anyways, I think that's it for today's episode of the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Just to wrap up, Tory Krug, St. Louis Blues. I hate the team that he's going to, or I hate that he's going to the Blues, but I wish him all the best moving forward. He was one of my favorite Bruins and I will certainly miss him in black and gold. Will be not a fan of seeing him in blues colors, but again, I wish him all the best. And if indeed the Bruins did pull their offer and they're planning to spend it elsewhere, then that better pay off, and hopefully that ha happens sometime this weekend so that we can touch on that on Monday's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Don Sweeney set to talk to the media here on Saturday around 1 p.m., so about three hours from now as I record. Taylor Hall, Alex Petrangelo, considering a wealth of options that are presented to them as free agents, I'd love to see Sweeney target some other scorers as well, like Tyler Toffoli, Anthony Duclair, like I mentioned, are my two top guys. Craig Smith has been out there as well. I think he'd be a perfect fit on the third line alongside Charlie Coyle. Um, so we'll see what happens here this weekend. So disappointing, of course, to see crew go to the Blues. Wish them all the best. And, um, you know, all jokes on Twitter aside, uh, 
Um, he was a great player for us, and he will certainly be missed. Um, not yet sold on Kevin Miller, but I hope that he can come back and make an impact for the Bruins. And again, the Bruins have this $14.8 million left in cap space. Please resign Chara. I can't take both Krug and Chara leaving. And we'll see what happens with the Brusque. A bridge deal, I hope, is in order there. Uh, get Grizzlick signed because he is now a very key player for them on that left side as a offensive mover. Probably be good to bring in someone else on the blue line, although there are a lot of kids that could earn some chances. And I hope they do make a big splash up front. Thanks so much for tuning in to this special Saturday episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. For those of you up here in Canada, happy Thanksgiving weekend. I will be back on uh, Monday with uh, all the updates from Bruins land. Again, hopefully there's some big news to address. Don't miss a thing. Please do subscribe to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Each new episode will be right in your feed. You can download, listen, and enjoy. Please rate and review as well. That would be very much appreciated. Keep up on all things Bruins with at LO underscore Boston Bruins. And you can follow me at ENC McLaren as well. I don't think anything has really broken since I began recording. But if there are any updates, then please do follow that Twitter account. I see... uh, (laughs) One Bruins media member decrying the Bruins bid for Taylor Hall, saying he's not good in the room. I'm not even going to touch that. But, um, you know, I would personally be a huge fan of that signing, and I hope he does indeed look at the Bruins and see them as a contender, opportunity to win in the next few years, and that he takes uh, a gamble on them. Krejci, Hall, and Kasha could be a very dynamic second line for the Bruins. And uh, I'm just rambling now because uh, there's just so much going on. So yeah, thanks again for listening, friends. Have a great Saturday. Talk to you again on Monday, and we'll see what happens here uh, and what Don Sweeney might have up his sleeve. Come through for us, Don. In Don we trust.